What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in this video, I'm gonna be doing something a little bit different. So instead of talking about like rest of season rankings or you know risers or fallers, I'm gonna be looking way ahead to the fantasy football playoffs and talking about some of the players and or position groups who have great matchups heading into the fantasy playoffs or actually in the playoffs. So like week 15, 16, and 17. If you're a team with a really strong record, these are guys you may be looking to trade for. And even if you're not in a position to kind of make these luxury moves, some of the players I'm going to be talking about can be found on the waiver wire. I tried to make this video, you know, avoiding the huge name guys. Like I don't want to come out here and say like, oh, this top five running back has great matchups because you're probably not going to be able to trade for that player. So these are guys that I do think you will be able to trade for. And some of these guys may actually be sitting on your fantasy football waiver wires. So that's the topic of this video. Per usual, if you guys have any questions, drop them down below. I'll make sure to get back to you. You enjoy the content, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. I would really appreciate it. And then I do just want to let you guys know about Underdog Fantasy Football. If you guys are interested in signing up, if you use the link in the description or use code Quinn, they will double your first deposit up to $100. They have these cool weekly drafts. They have uh, player pickums. Looking at the uh, Sunday slate of games, one pick'em that I'm looking at this week is uh, Aaron Jones over under 64 and a half rushing yards. For me, I'm gonna take the uh, over or the higher on that one. He's coming off of a fantastic game on the ground, 20 carries, 143 rushing yards. Then you look at that Lions run D, they've been very susceptible to big games at the running back position. They've given up a 65 yard runner in five out of their seven games. And just last week, Mostert actually just missed that mark with 64. They've given up some massive games to guys like Ramondre Stevenson. I think uh, Rashad Penny had a huge game against them. I think this is a spot where the Packers are kind of trying to find their identity. I think they're going to rely on Aaron Jones on the ground. So I'll be taking the higher on that one. If you want to go the other way, use the uh, you know link in the description to sign up. But let's jump into the first, I guess, position group that I think has a great matchup heading into the playoffs or in the playoffs. I don't know why I keep saying heading into it. It is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs running backs. So looking at their schedule in week 15, they play the Texans. Everyone knows the Texans are just a run funnel at this point. You want to be playing running backs going up against the Texans. They've given up the most points per game to the running back position. Then in week 16, they have another strong matchup against the Seahawks, who have given up the ninth most points to the running back position. So, you know, an elite cake matchup, then a pretty solid one in week 16. And then week 17, league average, the Denver Broncos. So these Chiefs running backs may help you get to that big game. And then they're going to be in a neutral, you know, game uh, position in week 17. But looking at these Chiefs running backs, I think they're an interesting team to talk about because you're not going to have to, you know, give up an arm and a leg to bring one of these guys in. CEH, his value's probably not super high right now. Isaiah Pacheco may be on your waiver wire. So I think Pacheco is definitely worth a stash if you have room. And then CEH is maybe someone you look into. Maybe he goes out this weekend, retains his starting role, but doesn't get into the end zone. Maybe he's someone you kind of include as a toss-in, as a trade piece. So that is going to be the first position group. Now moving over to Michael Carter and the Jets. He has a very, very strong setup here. Week 15, just talking about the Lions with Aaron Jones. But week 15, the Jets play the Lions. The Lions have given up the fourth most points to the running back position. Then he follows it up in week 16 against Jacksonville, giving up the sixth most points to running backs. And then in week 17, the Seahawks talked about them with the Chiefs. 
the Seahawks ninth most points to the running back position. So three top 10 matchups for these Jets running backs. I'm obviously referencing Michael Carter because he seems like the running back to own there. He's someone whose value is not crazy high right now. It is somewhat of a committee, but this could be a spot where he takes advantage of one of these matchups. And we've also seen, you know, two of these teams get into these kind of shootout games because their offenses are solid, but the defenses aren't there. Lions, Seahawks, we have seen performances, you know, like that. So if the Jets can get into one of those games, you know, maybe uh, Michael Carter's putting together some solid numbers. Also, I guess a guy to kind of look out for would be a guy like James Robinson, Um, I don't think he's going to have, you know, week to week value, but maybe a Michael Carter injury opens something up, just something to look out for with this Jets wide receiver room. Now, probably the best player I'm going to be talking about in this video and someone that I've actually talked about as a long-term trade target for a long, long time, that is actually going to be Amari Cooper. So he is a very strong lineup here. Week 15, he goes up against the Ravens who have given up the fourth most points to the wide receiver position. Week 16, the Saints, ninth most. And then week 17, the Washington Commanders, the 10th most points. So once again, three top 10 matchups in terms of points per game allowed to the wide receiver position. Amari Cooper actually kind of applies to this video in two ways, in the sense that he has a strong schedule and he has a QB upgrade waiting for him when Deshaun Watson returns. I understand now is probably not the best time to trade for Cooper. He's coming off of a huge game. He's given you really strong production, even without Deshaun Watson as his quarterback. So you'll probably have to wait for him to have a uh, face plant type of game. But if that happens, I would be all over trying to bring in Amari Cooper. I've been saying this for weeks about Amari Cooper, where if he's been able to produce with Brissett at quarterback, and then you bring in Deshaun Watson, if Watson is that same guy, you know, the same caliber of player he was on the Texans, who was able to automatically support his wide receiver one to high-end production, like Cooper could be in store for an insane finish. And then you add in the uh, strength of schedule here with three really strong matchups. I do think Amari Cooper will be a league winner this season. I've talked about it. I still think that is true. And it just seems like everything is going to come together for him, you know, for him to really have a massive finish to the season. Now, sticking around at the wide receiver position, I'm going to be talking about the Steelers wide receivers. Both of these guys probably got a bump, you know, after the trade deadline with Chase Claypool being traded away. It was kind of like a, uh, you know, three-headed wide receiver room. Now it's pretty clearly a top two, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, and they also have some nice matchups. So week 15, they go up against the Panthers. It's a solid matchup, nothing crazy, 11th most points per game to the wide receiver position. Then in week 16, they have a pretty neutral matchup. There's this weird disconnect where the Raiders actually have given up the most points per game to the quarterback position, but are middle of the pack in terms of wide receivers. I believe they give up a ton of points to the tight ends, but it's possible that that actually kind of balances out in the future. And we see them as an easier matchup over the next few weeks. And then in week 17 is their best matchup going up against the Ravens who have allowed the fourth most points per game to the wide receiver position. And I just think both of these players are solid by lows right now anyway. For Deontay Johnson, the volume has been there. The production has just been very disappointing. So I think he's someone you can probably get for pretty cheap. George Pickens, I guess the same thing. He hasn't been overly consistent, but he has shown flashes of being a stud young wide receiver. We want to, you know, definitely pay attention to those. And with uh, Claypool gone, I think he'll get more consistent usage. So I think both of these guys are definitely attainable trade targets. And then staying at the wide receiver position, DJ Moore, someone who I've been probably lower on than consensus, 
but he's definitely rising up my ranks after these past two games. He has a week 15 matchup against the Steelers, who have given up the second most points per game to the wide receiver position. Week 16, he goes up against the Lions, who have given up the fifth most points. And then in week 17, he goes up against the Buccaneers, who are, you know, pretty neutral, except for he did actually have one of his, you know, best games of the season against them. And I believe uh, what was PJ Walker's first start uh, for the Panthers this year. So DJ Moore is also a guy to look out for. And I do think there will be an opportunity to buy low on DJ Moore. I don't think he's going to keep up, you know, the crazy production he's had over the last two weeks. PJ Walker's volume likely isn't going to be great. So I do think there will be an opportunity to buy DJ Moore if you do like his outlook rest of season. And then honestly, at the quarterback position, I was trying to find like a, you know, top eight to top 12 guy and it didn't really line up. There's a lot of like just non-existent fantasy quarterbacks who have really strong matchups like PJ Walker, I think has a great stretch, Davis Mills, like Mariota. With those guys, like even in good matchups, you're still not wanting to start them. But one player who does have a solid lineup and I think is someone who could be on waivers, but also could be worth rostering as a QB2, you know, if uh, people really like to kind of just, you know, hunt the waiver wire for number two options is Jimmy Garoppolo, who has semi-neutral matchups in week 15 and 16. Both of them are slightly positive against the Seahawks and the Commanders. Seahawks, the 13th most points per game to quarterbacks, the uh, Commanders 12th most. But then in the fantasy championship, he goes up against the Raiders, who, like I mentioned, have given up the most points per game to the quarterback position. We've only seen one game with Jimmy, you know, playing with all of these stud weapons. And it was the game where Christian McCaffrey was like, you know, not 100% in with the playbook. We saw what C-Mac did in his first full game. That was in a game without Debo Samuel. Jimmy's going to be throwing the ball to McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. This core is absolutely stacked. So I do think in these plus matchup games, Jimmy Garoppolo can be a top 12, top 10, you know, fantasy quarterback. So if you're someone who's been struggling at that quarterback position, you drafted an Aaron Rodgers a Derek Carr, a Matthew Stafford, and you've kind of just been scrambling all season long. If you have been able to pick up, you know, one of those waiver wire options like a, uh, a Fields or a Geno, then I think Jimmy Garoppolo could be your guy. And he does have, you know, long lasting upside in the fantasy playoffs. So those are the matchups we're looking at. I think I'll do a similar video in a few weeks. Next week, I'm going to be doing more of a strategy video. So talking about, you know, how to approach the upcoming weeks if you're a team with a top record, maybe a middle of the pack team, and then a team with a rough record, just kind of going through some general strategy trends to look for. So that's what you guys can look forward to in the future. If you guys enjoyed, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. If you want to sign up for Underdog, link is in the description. As always, thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.